Shut up and sit down. Today on our show, special guest Dominic. We're here to discuss Planned Parenthood, Mike Pence, music, and a whole lot of other things that are bound to make someone angry. I don't know. Just take a listen. And that's when I said, just pull the finger out a little bit. Oh, man. Yeah, this... Where were you? Well... What was his name, I think, is really... What was his name? Well, I, all I want to say is that it wasn't necessarily a penitentiary or a jail, but it was it was somewhere I couldn't get couldn't get out. So a church. So ah, I was waiting for the church. So it was a church. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a it was a place of worship. Oh God! Yeah. Well, I'm glad you made it out okay. Yeah. What are we? We're on. We are better we on? not be because I just told a really dirty, dirty joke. Well, I'm pretty sure we're on. <sighs> Anyways, uh. This is Critical Mass, uh, Mass, not Mast. Critical Mass. <laughs> Critical Mass, episode five. We're we shooting a, from a pirate ship. Yeah, we have, uh, speaking of pirates, we have a guest here today. His name is Dom. Arr. Yeah, yeah. What's up? I uh, I heard you had the, the uh, Ask a Gay Guy segment last week. Yeah. And I thought I came the wrong week. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, Dom. man. No, Dom. You're here. You're correct. I mean, are you gay? No, no. Just on days that end in Y. Ooh. 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 Wait, what's that makes t- today's Sunday? S U N. Well, today's well, why? Today's a holy day. Well, no, Sunday ends in E. Oh, the yeah. Kind of, the kind of <laughs> damn it. Well, I I lubed up my asshole for no reason. Uh, yeah. God damn well, it. we brought Dom in not only to say funny things, uh, but to talk about music and life in general. I you know you know I want to talk about Mike Pence yeah. today. That yeah, I fucking know you do. I know you egg do. sucking piece of shit. Yeah. Uh, Dom is a father. I I like to pretend. Yeah. And uh, he's a father of a, of a beautiful little girl, and he's a husband to a very nice wife. Yes. yes. Uh, she does have a sordid history with uh, the Viet Cong. But yeah. No. Yeah. She was. Everybody's. A, you know. Everybody's a got a past. War. She did some um, dirty things. Yeah. Dom wow. and I used to work together at a little company called Cooper Vision. Yeah. Ooh. Yes. And I'm winking at him when I say it was the greatest place on earth. It was <laughs> literally the land of Oz. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, wasn't Damn. Oz horrible? Yeah. Oz. Oz was pretty bad. Um. Wait, Oz the prison or Oz Dorothy? Uh, Dorothy's Oz, right? The one, oh, we're just the, gonna... the one with all the shower sex. So, uh, Dor- oh, okay. Dorothy, Dorothy. So Dorothy, <laughs> yes. The yellow brick road to the anal penetration. So you, you, can Dorothy. I just, let's pause for a second. Yeah. How many times on this show, we're in episode five, we have discussed anal penetration, anal beads, assholes, <laughs> lubing up assholes. <laughs> like uh, Dan's face is turning so red think, right now. I think if we had somebody with any background in psycho analyzing they, they might have some things to say to us oh absolutely Here, like here's a little fun fact though when you're in the womb yeah the first part of you that forms is your asshole so we're just being ourselves right wow yeah. that fun fact of the day the asshole Everything forms begins first and ends you can, with the you can, asshole, you can it? google it oh it certainly does wow it's an exit and an because when you die you shit <laughs> that's true you, you shit all over yourself so that's the last thing you do mm. wow the circle of life yeah, that's, that's what I'm gonna start calling it. I think when you what, poop, yeah, I think that's my circle I'm... of life hurts. <laughs> I think 
that's what the new Lion King's about. <laughs> the, the live action version yes, is yeah. about. Oh my gosh. Just uh, the also, circle a, of life. Uh, we'll be having a fuck you again today. We always. I have hope a everybody's fun. prepared. Uh, Dom, if you feel like calling someone out, go for it. Uh, we'll do that later, though. Okay. Well, Dom, you've you've been listening to to the show. Yeah, I flipped through. <laughs> How many episodes are you? Listen to two. You've listened to two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, right on. Yeah. Okay. So um, would you would you call yourself a fan? I was a fan in the first five minutes. Come on now. Yeah. Thank you. Come on now. We have that effect on I people. I shared it. I shared it with people. There we go. I, I don't know if anyone watched it. Cause, <laughs> right. You know how social networks are. It's all about like. Well, I've checked hey, the stats. We're actually in the in the negative. We're in the yeah. Numbers. I don't know how that's possible. I don't understand either. But well, we're just offensive morons. We are defied physics yeah absolutely um let's see here so we got that we're gonna be talking about mike pence as usual um but let's just dive right into the music stuff what do you think i'm i'm okay with it i mean i don't know where we want to start this conversation but i mean there's so much explain to the listeners okay what your background is with music well i've been not to nerd out too much. Please, Please do. do. That's been, why you're that's here. That's the whole point. I've been playing music probably since I was in 6th, 7th grade. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have an associate's degree in music. I'm a, I'm a bit of a music nerd. Although sometimes, like, you know, I find that my music taste isn't always, like, people think I'll just listen to super cool stuff. Yeah. And I do listen to some super cool stuff. And then sometimes I'll be like, hey, you guys hear that new Lady Gaga joint? <laughs> Well, like, so do you listen to indie music? Because that was part of my fuck you last oh, really? week. Oh, a little bit. I mean, I, I don't really, like, put... I won't listen to it strictly because it's indie music. Like, if it's played and I'm like, oh, that sounds good, mm-hmm. I'll listen to it. But I'm not like, hey, I'm just going to not listen to this because it's on Top 40 Radio. Right. Gotcha. So you're you're Which not a lying. prick about it. You're not the no. person that says I listen to indie music, and you say why. When you ask them why, their response is, "Well, because it's indie music. I only listen to it because right. no one else listens to it. I mean, it's just two spoons against a concrete wall." I don't, I don't know if anyone's ever said that to you. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna go ahead and call bullshit. It's more. It's they've never come out and said it, but it's right, the way. Right. It's the way uh-huh. it's presented. But you know what? Let's. Well, maybe you're reading into it. Maybe that's not how they feel at all. And have just... you have you ever met me? <laughs> I mean, yeah. really, I am the rockness right. monster for a reason. I take what should be a normal situation. Mm-hmm. I put way too much stock and emotion yeah. into it. I blow it out of proportion right. completely. And then here we are. That's why we have a podcast. Right, Jesus. Let's, let's paint a picture. The, paint it. Okay, paint it. You're in a coffee shop. You're in yep. Brooklyn. Okay. Guy walks in. He's got like nice brown shoes. How big is this package? Tight jeans. Okay, good. Uh, he's got a he's got a an untucked flannel shirt. Okay, but he's wearing suspenders, and he's got black rim glasses like I do, and he's got a mustache and a comb over. Just straight up, like this guy voted for Bernie Sanders, and total hipster, right? He orders his coffee, he sits down, opens up his laptop, puts on some headphones. And he's he's like reading a magazine. But he's maybe he doesn't have a laptop, maybe he's got his eye he's got his phone out. He's listening to music, clearly. 
What type of music is he listening to? Rock go. Um, I'm just painting the picture. He's listening. What's his hair style? It's a comb, just like mine. You got the part. It's like nice and neat. It's got a little bit of a beard. Or not, no beard, but a mustache. He's clearly a hipster. Now, one of those mustaches that curls. Yes. Like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> then, it is important to differentiate between the mustaches. He doesn't have a Hitler mustache. If I'm being judgmental. Right. You're like, oh my God, this guy totally listening to. And I always life. am judgmental. He's listening to Panic at the Disco. And if you asked him about it, his response would be, okay. I listened to them before they were cool. Okay, definitely so will, that would be in his vocabulary. So sure. it's cool. so it's okay. Yeah, for me to be listening to them now because before you heard of Panic at the Disco is okay. when I listened to them. And I don't think he would say that. Okay. I think he would say if he heard someone else listening to them, he goes, "I don't listen to them anymore because they became popular. They sold out." Well, I mean, I'm getting that. I mean, we're literally saying the same thing right now. Just right. It, it, we're arguing semantics at this point. <laughs> but you know, we He's have too a, cool for them. That's my opinion. We have our guest, and it, he was actually about to leave, and I just am <laughs> stopping him right now because we're well, just talking to each other. I'm Dom, curious. what is that no. guy listening um, to? You know, I've I've actually noticed a trend amongst a lot of hipsters. Okay. Uh, and it's it's really odd. You, you would think it would be the indie music, which it is with a lot of them. Yeah. But I've noticed a lot towards like very techno dance music. Yes, electronic. Which, which is weird because, like, 10 years ago, those same kids were, like, totally talking shit about, like, this guy who listens to, you know, you, you got your rap music, you all dance to that. but And now he's the guy who's like, let's go to the festival and have glow sticks and take X. And, yeah. Oh, my God. Absolutely. And I'm so glad you said that because that just reminded me. So I got this this guy where I work. He He sits behind me. Older gentleman. Oh, he sits behind you. Right. Just the guy. Have you ever seen those wolf shirts? Yeah. That are like it's a wolf in three different poses. Yeah. Well, he wears them. Um, you mean the best shirts ever? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I honestly want to go buy a collection of them now and just wear them to work when I know he's working, just so I just so I'm wearing, like you have nice, something to talk about. Oh my god! Nice shirt. <laughs> Super Trump supporter, like came to work talking about like lock her up, lock her up with Hillary, which is just right now is fucking hysterical because literally the president of the United States is a traitor to the entire country and should be locked up. I mean, he is. We'll get to that later. Um, He's super like right wing a bozo. But this is the thing. He makes EDM music. He creates EDM music. He he comes to my desk and goes. Well, first of all, I get an instant message from him, and it's a link, and I'm not clicking on it. Right. Because you never know usually it when it's a conservative right-wing person, it's probably child pornography, because that's what the that's what the right-wing... The right it's, like it's like a gif of Obama eating a baby. Oh, my God. Uh, most likely. And it ain't gay if you have sex with kids. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Exactly. That's the thing with these right-wing... Then they're the first ones to be like, well, we need to protect our children except from me. Like, right. Um, but anyways, I didn't click on it. Then he comes over to my desk and, you know, he goes, uh, he's like, hey, did you see the link I sent you? Like, hey, yeah, I saw the link. What was it? It's, uh, it's my music. I make music. It's EDM music. You should listen to it. And I, I didn't know what else to say. So I looked at him and said, I have zero interest in anything you've made. <laughs> <laughs> and he did. Oh, oh okay. 
and he just walked away. And I think that just, I, I was fucking busy. I don't have time oh for your bullshit. Yeah. And, you know, like your your EDM music. Look, are you kidding me? Oh, no. And who are you dancing with? Right, Better yeah. yet, oh my God. Well, they're in a trance. They don't need to dance with anyone. It's it's all internal. You know? It's well, not real music. He's, he's probably that Ooh. same guy who's like... You know, gay people shouldn't be allowed to get married, but then he dresses like a woman at night. Yeah. He's <laughs> off in the mirror. Would you yeah, fuck he's me? The guy who says we need I'd to fuck keep me. transgendered individuals out of our bathrooms because they're predators. Yeah. And it's that's... like, okay, where are your kids right now? Oh, they're at Sunday school. I'm like, okay, you better get them the fuck out of there, too. Exactly. It's a, literally Sunday school and a bathroom where, I, well, I don't know where I was going with that. Um,. At if least you, the Catholic Church. The Catholic Church will will rape you. <laughs> you will if not if not literally, spiritually. I had a priest. Our, our, the priest that baptized myself and my brother is currently in prison for something child molestation really? related. Correct. And wow. the priest that um we, well he definitely Here was in town? yeah uh, he was uh, oh, my oh. he was my family's priest. He was Lance's priest. Oh, wow. Also, I think doing some time for something. But what I do remember is my mom. Oh my gosh, she forced me to do reconciliation, and I was like, or you know, do my go in there and forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. And I'm like 13, 14 years old. I'm like, oh Jesus fucking Christ! Like, first of all, I've got a list a mile long of the shit that I've already done by then. We're talking fire starting. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Um, God no. I mean, people that no anyway they. There are stories that people know. Anyway, moving on. At that point, I was already fucked. I knew I was going to hell. So my mom's like, you need to do this. So we go there. And well, it's I, like, wait, wait. Why do I have to say it out loud if God knows? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's but already I have to, bad enough. Now I got to say it out loud? I have to Ugh. ask for forgiveness. So yeah. anyway, I go in, and it's this guy Ooh. in the thing. He's got behind the screen, and he's sitting there, and I got to get on my knees, which I found very odd. But there's a partition. There's a partition between us. But no, what was odd for. in retrospect? Now I remember the glory hole. I didn't know what that was at the time, but now I know what it was. There was a glory hole. Was I'm, oh, I'm just God. kidding. Um, might as well have been though. So he's asking. So I'm like, Father, I've never, I haven't done this in years. I don't know what I'm doing. If you can kind of help me out with this, right? Yeah. So he goes, Well, I'll ask you some questions, and you just tell me whether or not you've done them before. And I said, oh, all right, whatever. I'm not thinking anything of it, you know. I'm just like, all right, well, here we go. Have you been, have you done this? Have you stolen? Have you been blah, blah, blah? Then finally he gets to, have you committed the sin of masturbation? Shit you not. Yeah. Shit you not. Have you committed sin of masturbation? Wow. And I'm like, all right, so I'm all set. Yeah. I got up. I, got I walked out. My mom's waiting in the pew right by the thing. I get in there. My mom looks at me. I'm I'm still just bewildered. My mom looks at me. She goes, "Well, that was quick. What do you what's what what did he say?" I said, "Uh uh uh, uh Marys." Yeah. <laughs> and just make up something. And no joke, and I'll still remember this mm-hmm. for the rest of my life. I got down. I did the little the knee thing in the pews to mm-hmm. pretend to do my Tunhill Marys. And I said, "If you're listening, Fuck you. Seriously, God. Fuck you. Fuck you, Jesus. I just went in there and the dude asked me if I touch my own cock. That is not his business. That is not God's business. That is not yeah. Jesus's business. What I do with my penis. Well, it's like it's like porn for pr- priests, right? He's probably sitting in there rubbing one out. He's like, yeah. Exactly, because I can only see part of his face. Then what did you do? <laughs> right, then what? 
All right, to to bring us back to earth a little bit here before we get back to music. We were we started with music. Yeah, and we I got just, to wage the war on religion. All I, I know. Say to to the Rocknesses reaction to what happened in his personal life okay which is horrible is that i would say the majority of parishioners and anybody working in and around the church are genuinely good people trying to make a positive difference in the world however with regards to the catholic church and what has happened at least allegedly and some has come out to be true with child molestation or child abuse, the church's response, I think, is the most deplorable. With hiding it, lying about it, simply moving priests around. Priest uh, cardinals, I oh think, yeah, they just... Yeah, I think that's the issue. Not so much, you know what, if it's 1%, if it's 10%, even if it's smaller than 1%, the fact that you would hide that or, or allow it to continue is abhorrent. Well, because it's a tradition for them. Just like, again, <laughs> it, it, the, yeah. the, that's the thing. It was acceptable. Right. And, and it, I mean, there were other cultures too, where it was acceptable. Yeah. Like the ancient Romans, the ancient Greeks, fucking little boys that what I'm, I'm not kidding though. Like that's not the thing. The difference between you the ancient, so subtly. Listen, <laughs> the difference between the ancient Romans and the ancient Greeks is they stopped fucking little boys. Mm. They stopped doing it. If you talk to a Greek person now that has ties to ancient Greece, mm -hmm. they most likely, I would say 99.9% sure are not fucking little boys. Ancient Romans, people that have ties to ancient Romans, they're not out there still feeling that it's socially acceptable to fuck little boys. Am I, am but I the Catholic wrong? Church... It wasn't sort of the height of the Greek Empire, like, before the Romans, though? I Sure. I think Greece was, was really more of a subject line before the Romans were. Uh, sure. I mean, the point I'm trying to make is they stopped fucking the little boys. They right. stopped okay. doing it, and the and the Catholic Church hasn't. It is still a tradition in their hallowed halls of the Vatican. I what you're yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. Well, I, maybe it's maybe it's part of that tradition, but maybe it's also part of the fact that when you, as a sexual person, because you're a human being, just completely cut that huge chunk of your life out, maybe that has an effect on your psyche, and you begin to search out any sort of sexual you know, need that you can, sexual energy, if you will, anywhere you can find it, because you're, you're constantly repressing it. Well, I mean, sure. But, I don't know, we're just speculating on something that we really Although know I, nothing I, about. I know, I know kids who are in chess club in high school that are going to be virgins till they're 30. Right. Never fucked a kid. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a great okay. point. Okay, well, fair enough, except... They didn't make the choice. Yeah. So they go home and they masturbate to the idea of a woman. Right. Because they're like, oh, someday, you know. Someday but, when I'm 42. But they're not the one that said, okay, God, I'll never touch another human being sexually ever. And made some sort of silly promise. A it's silly promise ridiculous. that you can't keep. Hmm. They're under 18, it doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> that, might, that must be it with the Catholic you Church. You know, I, I used to work at a priory. When I was like really young, a priory, priory, like friary, friary. Yeah. And the first question everyone always asked me, uh, they ever tried to fuck you? Mm -hmm. <laughs> they didn't. They, 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 <laughs> they were didn't. they were some wild dudes though. Oh really? Well, oh yeah, they drank. I mean, 
Yeah, they drank. Wow. Damn. Well, I mean, priests fr- like to put it down. I'll tell you. I'm gonna put it in too. Put it down and put it in. Mm. So okay, so can we just cycle back here? We're talking like about the shipster. He's in a thing. He's listening to this music. He's drinking his coffee. Rockness. You say he's listening to, let's say, uh, what? Did you, what was that band? Uh, I I said like I just named a, a band. Um, what was it? Uh, Panic uh-huh. of the Disco. Panic. Of and the then, disco. but his his thing would be, I'm allowed to listen to this because I listened to them before they were cool. You're not. Because you didn't. Right. So fuck you. So, Dom, what do you think? What's this guy listening to? I can see that. Um, I, I would more say he's listening to them ironically, though. Like, <laughs> I'm listening to them because it's cool, but, yeah. like, as an artistic, artistic form of expression. Right. No, I was going to say they're either listening to, like, some straight up, like, uh, EDM. Like that's what some you EDM yeah. or, like, the Decemberists, if I'm going in the yeah. other direction. Yeah. I always love when people, though, will be like, when they talk about hipsters, the band they always bring up is Mumford and Sons. Yes, good, when, good where, one. Where, where I feel like yeah. I don't know any hipsters that listen to Mumford and Sons. Me neither, and I like Mumford and Sons. Well, Maybe okay. I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like I don't. So I was. Let me put this in the perspective. Band. A couple of years ago, I yeah. was in Buffalo, New York, watching a, a band called The Chariot. Oh yeah, heavy. Right? Fucking and hipster. It was supposedly their last. It was their last tour, so it was like the last time I was going to be able to get them to see them. Unless someday they do get back together. But, uh, great show. The opening act, I don't know what they were doing, but there was a second guy who came on to kind of entertain people while they were doing a sound check. And he was on his acoustic guitar, and he was just kind of singing along these fun little songs. And then he, mid-song, he kind of alluded to, and I'm not a fan of Mumford & Sons. You know, something to that effect. And the whole crowd just went, yeah! And now this, sure, there were some hipsters in the crowd. And sure, there were there were some underground rock folk. And it was sort of a scene. Oh, everything they listened to you never heard of. Also, Ugh. the Chariot has a strong Christian following because his lyrics are very pro-Christian. Ew. But, um... But that's not, that doesn't speak to everybody there. Right. And, like, all the crowd was just like, yeah, fuck Mumford and Sons. And I'm going, they're not that bad. <laughs> but why? I mean, what did they do? Like, did Mumford and Sons rob their house, kill their father, and rape their mother? Like, okay, what well, was, okay, so here's the why thing. do they hate them so much? I think that when it comes to the breakdown of the structure of their songs, in the first album, you could say a lot of their formula was building a song's energy slowly to fruition with a crescendo at the end, okay, a climax, What's which was powerful. Okay. Second album was far more commercial because they had become more commercial. Far more fans. I don't know what goes on behind the scenes with them. I don't know what manager is telling them what to do, what producer is telling them what to do, but I can certainly hear the difference in the sound between the two albums. To be fair, a band will mature. Their sound will change. Yes. So it's not always their fault if they say, you know what, let's let's change it up a little bit here. You know, maybe we can garnish some more or garner some more fans while also still sticking to our roots and to our principles. But I think sometimes simply because a band gains popularity, there's always going to be a group of people that say, fuck you, just because you became popular. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that's not fair. It's not fair. 
but at the same time, as a listener, you have to decide, okay, did this band become popular because maybe they're just that good? Or did they become popular because they succumb to the system, man? Because they sat down in that studio with the producer and they said, no, 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 no. You're going to add a little, yeah, over here. And then you're going you're gonna to do this over here and it's going to sound more poppy and more fun. And then the music and the lyrics will become far more simple. It'll become more catchy. That way we will get more listeners. You made a living off what you love doing, man. What a fucking sellout. You piece of right. shit. Well, the question is... Because we're not doing me, that right now. We're not trying to do make, that right did now. Did you make a, a good living off of doing what you love, but it also stay true to your principles? That's the question. I mean, unless your goal in life is to clean toilets. Right. And so the indie guys, the guys in those coffee shops listening to the music, I think they're looking for sometimes what I look for, which is honesty. I to me that it doesn't it doesn't matter what the music sounds like in principle. To me is that I want the artist to be honest with me. And that's the problem I have with most top 40 music and other forms of music where I just get the sense that I'm being lied to, that this is a sham. Tom, your thoughts? I always liked um I read an interview with the band the Black Keys. Yeah. I like the Black Keys. They're, they're cool. They're cool. Uh I always, I like what they said. I forget it was I think it was the lead singer. He said something about how people called them sellouts because their music started popping up in commercials, movies, stuff right. like that. That's a good, yeah, yeah, and yeah. he said, well, you know, there was a time when we got offered a movie or a commercial and we'd say, no, we don't want to do that because that's too mainstream. Yeah. Or that's selling out. And there would just be some other band they'd fit in there anyways. Right. That would totally sell out. So he said, why should I not make that money? When I'm making the music I want to make, why should I let someone else, just because my morals are too high for right. this commercial? I think that's a really good example of how to, to, you know, get some cash while also staying true to who you are as, a, as an artist. Because if Mercedes wants to make a commercial out of the song you already made, you know, that doesn't mean that you wrote a song for Mercedes... That means, hey, they liked it and they want to give me some cash. Big friggin' deal. Absolutely. I mean, listening to listening to both of you guys and what you're saying, I'm on a different, like, I feel like with music I've always been on a different kind. Because, like, I'm... You're I above a, us. I have a lot, not at all. <laughs> I have a lot of friends, you know, and... Not yet. <laughs> not anymore, um, anyways. Right, no, not at all. No, I have a lot of friends in the time, and, you know, I, I know he literally just texted me, thanks for the shout-out in the podcast. Well, here we go again with Lance, who mm. was in who was in Sarek, was in Richest Thieves, um, the local, like, like, uh, like hardcore, like, scene, mm. and I hung out with a lot of these guys, and, you know, they, they talked a lot about this, about sellouts, and they talked about, you know, the underground music and how they're so much better than everybody else because of the music they listen to. And, and I always felt Lance was on the line. He was kind of like that at times, but he would also listen to Incubus and like Chili Peppers and like, you know, bands that are more mainstream. Like, and that's where like he and I like uh, agreed on music is where he was on that line. Like he wasn't like, Oh, well, I listen to shit that you've just never heard of before. Now, he would do that sometimes, and I would just make fun of him. 
But then at the same time, you know, he'd have Limp Bizkit's $3 Billy All CD, which is to this day one of my most favorite albums. It's their first album. And I'll be honest, the only good album Limp Bizkit's ever put out. They were still angry. And that's, you know, awesome. Anyway, so for me, music is anything that evokes an emotion from me. And it could be literally from Lady Gaga to fucking whomever to to incubus chili peppers like i just mentioned i'm just really big i'm just really into them right now i've been celebrating their their music um to fucking um some really really douche douchey bands i've listened to um fallout boy i don't like them but they have a song i can't tell you what the name of the song is literally a song i tried the album i put no i i i said let me just try this album and i was like like if the song would start, I'd give it like thirty. No, Boop. next yeah. song. Ah, no. Boop. Jesus, fuck, no. <laughs> and then I get, I get to like the song I like. I'm like, all right, yeah, woo. And I listen to that song, and then it's like that song's over. I'm like, all right, cool. What's the next song? Ah, this, you know what? Done with the album. I'm just gonna download the song, keep the one song because it it evokes something in me in terms of an emotion, a feeling, something inside where I go, I either vibe with the lyrics totally vibe with the lyrics or i just like the way it sounds and it makes me want to move it makes me want to shake it makes me want to fucking pull my dick out and swing around a little bit yeah. and helicopter. and you like what the helicopter the helicopter mm, that's awesome um but anyway that's i guess that's me in a nutshell in music i don't know maybe i'm weird yeah it's such a tricky thing because obviously it's all subjective and completely it's, it's up to the completely opinion to based and I, I think all of us are basically saying the same thing, that it's okay to like mainstream music. There's nothing wrong with that. I think sometimes what people get the wrong idea about, and maybe you too, uh, Rockness, is that when someone who is critical of popular music, sometimes they can come off as condescending. Sometimes. Because they're just simply dismissing it because it's popular exactly and that's but the problem listen to the music answer to consideration i think you you're right he probably did balance that line pretty well of saying you know what yeah there's a lot of shitty popular music out there which is why it's popular yeah. and why it's shitty but also there are bands that are popular that are actually pretty good absolutely i mean look at like he's about to he was telling me he's about to go to the perfect circle concert right. in in um denver and then, you know, if you look at the, the st- track list in his car, you know, that he listens to, it's like, um, killing her softly with three knives. It's like, what band is that? Uh, you've never heard of them. And then another band, like, Death, 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 17. Yeah. Oh, again, you've never heard of them. And it's all... Yeah, the architect. You know, and then you've got your Every Time I Die, your As I Lay Die. Everything's dying in these bands. And so angry. It's so angry. And, like, you know... Uh, I'm Chitty, sorry, should he be listening to Hannah Montana? Chitty Chitty Bang Bang Stabbed You Four Times. <laughs> it's oh like, God, well, what stop. band is that? So what? Nothing, nothing wrong with it. Sorry, just... the Drifters was taken. Okay, I'm saying there's been ninety plus years of of bands and music. And I'm Motown, just using all him. the good band names are taken. All you we're know, left I, with is Five Finger Death Punch. I used to listen to Slayer until I decided that uh, I didn't listen to soft rock anymore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but just exactly. just to finish my thought, I'm using simply using our friend Lance as an example of someone that rides that line of mainstream music and then does the whole like. And you know what? I've done it before. 
before. I've tried to do that. We're like, oh, I listened to this song and you've never heard of them before. But it mm. made me feel so dark inside that I stopped doing that almost immediately. That and I'm getting old and I really just don't give a fuck anymore what you think about what I listen to or what I watch. I have a three-year-old. I watched some Ladybug TV show today. I really don't give a shit about what you think anymore. Mm. So that's where I'm at. It does kind of feel dirty when you judge someone's music. Like you degrade them as a person because of something they like to listen to like you're an awful person who probably kills puppies because you like mainstream music i'm gonna i'm gonna go drink my organic kenyan dark coffee yeah you can go fuck yourself yeah it's that condescension i think that really is what bothers people is this coffee made with real kenyans yeah yes yes it is i'll take two cups (laughs) Um, Blood so Dom, let's. What are some of the bands you're listening to right now? Then, what's like right in the playlist? Oh, Where go? I'm actually going back. Like, I'm not listening to a lot of newer stuff right now. Yeah. Not back to this whole conversation. Not trying to be cool. Just like I recently fixed my iPhone so I could put my old CDs on it because yeah. my whole library. It has a CD up. slot. I wish. What kind of iPhone is no, this? No, but like my whole library on my computer was messed up and I just never took the time to fix it. I had a bunch of like double and triple songs on there because something fucked up. Yeah. But uh, I, I'm i listening to like Thursday a lot. Oh yeah, yeah that's a bit of a thing. Going back. Yeah. Wow, it's a band name I haven't heard in yeah, a long time except yeah. for when someone said on Thursday. Is it Thursday? Thursday. Yeah. I got to think Every about time Thursday. I die, always. So I was listening to some Thursday a bit in college, and a, a very good friend of mine, Brian, is a music man. Ginger Brian? Yes, so Ginger Brian, a, a friend of mine, I hate him, uh, is a teacher and uh, is a music teacher, actually a choral conductor. You know, before you keep going, uh, I'm going to just... Another wait. side note. Um, so he probably doesn't sing like Motown, right? Because he's got no soul. Oh, because he's a ginger. You hear that, Ginger Brian? Yes. You're on notice. Anyways, so Brian is a music major at the time, and uh, we're roommates. And I happened to be listening to a lot of Thursday at that point. And he's right. He's like, dude, I'm sorry, but I've never heard anybody more tone deaf in my entire life. Oh, yeah. The singer for Thursday is so off key and off pitch, and the guy he cannot sing. No, no, yeah. However, someone from an art background, okay, I was an art student at the time, and certainly into that style of music. I had my own defense for that. I said, the music that you're looking for, the music that you're learning and and going to teach, is like realistic Renaissance art. Okay, everything's painted with a fine brush. It's clear. You can see everything perfectly. You know exactly what the scene is about. It's classic art. The art slash music I'm listening to is the Jackson Pollock. It's messy. It's unclear. It's open to interpretation. And it doesn't have to be accurate because it's about emotion. Right. And that's what just, that's what made me think of when you said Thursday. It's like, yeah. He sounds like shit, right. but at the same time, that's what we're looking for. We want to hear someone just truly express themselves without holding back, without trying to control it. And I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. I'm just saying it's different. Right. That's all. Well, that's what they said. I uh, I watched a documentary about them, 
and the 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 guys who were the engineers in their first album, uh, recording engineers, we were saying like, dude couldn't sing for shit, but <laughs> right, just course. just that emotion connected with people. Yeah. So that's how they kind of caught on. Right. You know, so. And that's what brings me back to what I was saying before. For me, music is what evokes emotion from yeah. me, be it anger, sadness, um, you know, whatever it is. Uh, I, like lately, I've been in a, on a Linkin Park kick as well, and I. I but hold on, I gotta, I gotta call you out because you yeah. just said that EDM is not music. But EDM. If it evokes emotion for somebody, isn't that the same thing? Yes, but I'm incredibly close-minded and think anyone that listens to EDM okay. listens to things so that are not... Re- it's not real me. I press a button right. on a fucking keyboard. That's not a good... Is it the buttons? I press a button, and it makes a sound. And I press a button, and I make a sound. Fuck you. There's Play a guitar. Than that, but Pick up a okay. guitar. Go ahead. I, I, I do love, though, when they'll say, like, oh, we gotta set the loops and stuff while we're in time. But to anyone who really understands loops, like, they work in time. Like you don't have to know even know the timing. You hit the button and it'll come in on the right beat. Right. Like you don't. The computer have to, does yeah. most of the work. Yes. And that's the thing. It's but like, it maybe there's a maybe there's some sort of beautiful connection between human creativity and the precision of a computer coming together. I. I don't know. You know. I mean, it's not like you just said, "Computer, make a song," and it did it. You might as well. Yeah. I mean, maybe Alexa could do that. Alexa, <laughs> Alexa, make create media. a song. You probably would. <laughs> One moment. Yeah. Were you looking for dildos? Yeah. No, Alexa, not dil. Were you looking for anal porn? No, Alexa, fuck. But like, yeah, put that in my queue. I'll check it <laughs> yeah, yeah, but maybe later yeah. when the kids aren't around. So, um, let's see. So we got music under the under the gun right now. Yeah. Do we have a sponsor? Because I think we need to take a short break. Yeah, let's 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 take a break we'll, from our sponsor here. Right. We actually, you know what? We actually we actually do. Uh, this is unprecedented, unprecedented. Un- yeah, we'll get you a dictionary. We'll get we'll get me there. Unprecedented. We we. we <laughs> 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 this is oh my god! So we actually have a real sponsor. Like legit. Like no, a we're le- not joking. Not man. not joking at this all. This is a real one, guys. Not joking at all. So, um, you know, hold on. Todd Glass has a, he has a podcast and when he's joking about stuff, cause he just jokes about everything. Yeah. But when he's trying to be serious and he wants people to know he's not messing around, he says to George Carlin, because that's his, one of his biggest influences. Oh, it's but too it's bad his, he's not more it's like his him. cue for the listener to know that what he's about to say is legit. What I mean is Because funny. he just jokes around so much. Yeah. You need, you need like a safety word. Yeah. So we should have a safety word here. You know, like Bumble Butts. Todd Glass, because then we can stop being funny, which he's really good at. Right. Oh. He's really good at not being funny? Yeah, I don't find him funny at all. Are he's you just an like, idiot? On most days, yes. Have I don't you, find him funny. Have Dude, you ever you're... seen uh, Todd Glass's awesome prank show? Or awful prank show? No. Oh my god. Go Google. It was on Tosh.0. So all, yeah. all, of a, all of a sudden, Rockness is voted out of this. He just doesn't, he, he doesn't win. I don't like Todd Glass. I'm sorry. Well, I'm a little indifferent on his your, stand-up. Your tastes are stupid, and we are slightly less friends now. <laughs> but anyway, safety less words. Friends now. Yes, safety words so I can get to a real ad. We actually well, have a real ad, and you're making this so well, difficult. Okay, so the safety word is... Captain Dick Lips. No. Okay. Let's think of a good one. 
right from our listeners. Shitty pickles. How about just pickles? Because we miss him. We do. Pickle. All right, so pickles, straight up pickles. What's our sponsor? So pickles is going to be our word when we're actually being serious yeah. about something. Yeah. Because we miss pickles. Pickles, if you're listening to this, mm-hmm. we, uh, I mean, I almost put we miss you, buddy. your picture on a fucking milk carton. Nikki Pickles. Because I want to know where you are. <laughs> you are missed and you are loved. Um, but let's go ahead with the, uh, the ad here. I'm going to read it right from the copy, directly from it. And, uh. It goes a little something like this. In New York State, the only logical thing to do with your garage floor is seal it with Eagle Epoxy. No longer do you have to look at that unsightly salt-eroded concrete. Epoxy will hold up to all elements and is impact-resistant. Anything concrete, Eagle Epoxy will seal. For a free quote, visit us at eagleepoxy.us or call 585-402-4971. And of course, <clears throat> and of course, you know wow. um, that. You know what? I'm gonna go ahead and read this again. I'm gonna no. edit all. No, of that. go with it. Go with it. It's fine. You should. Uh, you should be like those dudes on the radio who pretend like they get their service. Be like, you know, I recently got. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, this actually this comes from a. Uh, if I may, it comes from a very good uh, friend of mine. Yeah, uh, friend of the show. Um, he's does excellent work. I've seen the work. Um, and he's very dedicated to what he does. Um, and in Rochester, I mean, it just makes sense yeah. with our winters. They're fucking brutal. My garage is destroyed. Um, and as soon as, you know, my mortgage goes through uh-huh. and I, and I have this house, I'm going to have him do my garage. And yeah. that's, I mean, I, I don't know what other, you know what? Can he do walls? Anything concrete. He covers it with an epoxy. Uh-huh. And the epoxy, um, it's like a epoxy resin, right. and the thing will yeah. literally it will outlive you. Like you'll die, you'll be dead in the ground. Your garage floor sealed, perfectly fine. Okay. Um, I but for a quote, you know, you want to go to his website. That's www.eagleepoxy.us. Um, one more time for posterity. Um, www.eagleepoxy.us. That number again is five eight five four zero two. Four nine seven one. Um, I'm also going to go ahead and add his information in our description as well as uh, yeah. his links to his and Facebook page. Is spelled E P O X Y. Correct. And he he's also a fan of the show. And uh, you know that that's always a well, good that's thing. That's great. That's it's historic because we actually have a real sponsor. I thought the other ones were real until I listened later and I was like that can't be real. Oh yeah, especially yeah. the Prostate Pro and the Dental <laughs> Dams. I mean, I don't know, some of those could be. Uh, but anyways, uh so we'll take okay, uh, we'll take a break. We're going to take a short break. We'll see you later. And we'll be right back. Bye. And we're back. Thanks a lot for, you know, not not go. leaving. Yeah, not going anywhere, not leaving. <laughs> I appreciate it. Uh, um, but so just to kind of um, recap, we just discussed music. We talked about hipsters. And the Catholic Church. And the Both Catholic go hand Church. in hand, really. Yeah, that was quite the tangent. Yeah. Um, and we don't apologize. We never no, apologize. We but the next thing uh, we want to discuss... I did, I did get some mean texts from God. He was like, I'm going to fuck this guy up. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Wait, fuck you up or fuck you? Oh. Either way. Either, What's the difference? Either way, he wants your ass. Exactly. <laughs> now, speaking of church and people that fuck 
men, um, Mike Pence, Vice, Vice President Mike Pence. Now, we don't know that. We don't know that he really does. No, but it's not fair to say, but, but we are thinking it. But all of his actions point towards that, uh, point towards that and his either fear or hatred of women, which typically fear and hatred kind of, I feel, go hand in hand. I believe it was Professor Xavier that said, uh, of the X-Men, that said, people fear what they do not understand, and then they hate. Because of that. Thank you, Professor X. Does, I was paraphrasing. Doesn't he just always look to like he's uncomfortable because he's holding something down, like trying to swallow his emotions? All like. the time. All the time. And it, so what What I want to discuss is the fact that he was the deciding vote. He... God damn it. So what I want to talk about is he was the deciding vote on the Planned Parenthood um, debacle. And what happened is that there was a vote as to states being able to pull federal funding, making it their decision to pull federal funding from Planned Parenthood. Right. And the vote was at a standstill, and the vice president can place the tiebreaker vote, and he placed the tiebreaker vote to let the states now decide whether or not they pull the funding, the federal funding, for Planned Parenthood. Now, right. what my issue with this is, is that the moniker of Planned Parenthood is abortions. The moniker of Planned Parenthood is they kill babies, and they do it for fun, and they love it. Yeah. That's the moniker. Like, everyone at Planned Parenthood is like, I'm going to eat a fetus today. Yeah. Yes. You mean from the people on the right. Well, the people on the right. The, That's what I'm saying. extreme conservatives here. Idiots. People that are stupid okay. is what I'm trying to say. So, yes. Idiots. Semantics, but sure. Republicans. Right, okay. The, right, the conservative right wing. Yeah, That's their thinking because they can't think outside of themselves because they're all very selfish people. Let's, let's if you guys science. looked into Ro uh, the Rockness's uh, painting shed, broad brushes. That's all you own. <laughs> broad. All, well, my brushes uh, are very broad. But yes, continue. So there is already a, a law. Is it a law? It doesn't matter. There's already federal funding is not to go to abortion already. That is already a thing. Any federal funding that goes to Planned Parenthood is strictly reserved for women's health. Contraception, okay? Gyno appointments. Mm -hmm. Women's health. Breast exams. Breast exams. These are things that uh, they're free or very, very inexpensive services mm -hmm. for women that may not have money, may not have insurance right. to go to a doctor. They can go there and they can get these services. Right. I was just talking to someone on a break. Um, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna give her name, but we were just talking, and she goes, "If it wasn't for Planned Parenthood, I'd probably be dead. I didn't have insurance at the time. I was pregnant. I may have made the decisions to mm -hmm. be at this point where I am pregnant, but that doesn't mean I deserve to die." Right. So I went to a Planned Parenthood to get what I needed to get in terms of care, and I'm alive now. So her own health was at risk, is what you're saying? Correct. And she was able to get, she, she, and guess what? Conservatives, she went to a Planned Parenthood and didn't get an abortion. Oh, wow. Has, wait, has wait. the child. What? Yeah. I know. The statistic oh, is that. Oh, my God. And I don't know for sure, but it's actually very, very low, the amount of abortions or money that is used for abortions within Planned Parenthood. Correct. Like, nine out of ten things that they do are not abortion-related. Correct. It's so, about women's health. And because right. Mike Pence is either afraid or hates women, right? 
he decided to do the decide decided to be the deciding vote. I use the word decide far too many times there. Decide, decide. Did he decide, decide, decide? To allow states to pull federal funding from Planned Parenthood. Thusly, what is most likely going to end up shutting a lot of these centers down in places that don't have other women's health organizations to help them. So for some of these women, not to be extreme, but that's what I do, is a death sentence. For 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 yeah maybe not a humongous portion but there is a portion sure. and of course the right one well they deserve to die and I hope they burn in hell like Sam Jackson um thank you for okay, that okay but dump said stop doing abortions and we won't cut your federal funding but that is not up to Donald Trump no, that is not no, up- say it right. I'm sorry, dump. That is not right. up to, to the dump. That is not up to Mike Pence. You know who else it's not up to? It's not up to you, Dan. Right. It's not up to you, Dom. And it's not up to the Rockness Monster. You know what? who it's up to? It's up to the woman who is in such a terrible situation that she must make the worst choice she's ever going to have to make in her life and end this pregnancy. Mm -hmm. She is going to have to live with that for the rest of her life. She's going to have to look at herself in the mirror the rest of her life for killing for depriving this child of a possibility of life so why should we then continue to judge her why should we continue to tell her that she's a bad person or whatever she's not a bad person she was in a situation where she had to make this choice what what is it's a mixed bag no it's not a mixed bag you know what because there's a lot of people that simply are dumbasses and choose to live their life without consequence. Well, the, I'm not asking figure... Planned Parenthood to start a, a punch card. The fourth abortion is free. Like, that's not... <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yes, I'm against that. Actually, okay, we... important. Uh, you should write that down. It's a good idea. Right? Punch cards. Pizza, <laughs> pizza places have it. I smell should entrepreneurship. Right? Yes. But I, I guess the, the point I'm trying to make is if we take a second and we step back, okay? Yeah. Take, take a second and step back from the situation. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw some real on you are you ready i'm gonna i'm gonna jerk this reel all over your face and chesticles Mm, dom's got his tongue out and he's fucking ready um (laughs) if you look at Mm pro-choice and you look at pro-life at the end of the day both sides want the same thing both sides want the same thing and you know what they want they want to lower the amount of abortions one side wants to do it by, sim- by simply saying you're not allowed to do it. They cannot take a second and look at what reality mm-hmm. says because the Republican Party and all of the followers have not been in touch with reality since 1873. The other side, pro-choice, yeah. says we want to do the same thing and or at least lower the amount of abortions that happen in this country, happen in the world. Through different means. But we want to do it through educating people. We want to do it through providing a safe place for these people. We want to do it as a last resort option, provide counseling, provide then provide the contraceptions to not have it happen in the first place, an accidental pregnancy. So why, for just a moment, can't we make common sense law that just, Get, makes it a woman's a woman's choice, but at the same time regulates it to the point of, like, regulates it to the point of alcohol and gun laws and stuff like that. Last resort. The, so the conservative point of view here is that all life is precious. 
even even at contraception. Okay, life is precious. Don't even get me started on that. Conception. Until you moron. get cancer and they don't want to pay for it. Exactly, right. and that's the thing. If you're a fetus, your life matters. But if you're fucking born, fuck you. Yeah. And that's the Republican Party. That's the Conservative Party. Okay, so their their point is that all life is uh, precious, and that if the mother says, you know what, this baby is not right for me. I'm or I, I can't be a mother right now. It's the best choice that instead of raising the child alone uh, or for whatever reason, the mother simply doesn't want to be a mother. Okay. It's better in their point of view to give it up for adoption than to take a life. And I completely agree. Fine. Then, you know, then they need to start adopting more or they need to change their stance on whether or not gay families can adopt kids. If that's their stance, then they need to start actually doing right. shit about it. They right. can't all that's all they do is the conservative party is they talk. Talk, 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 talk. They don't fucking do they don't anything. They want to be a part of the answer. They never want to be part of the answer. They just want to sit there and tell you how much fucking better how they have all right. the fucking answers and then not do anything. Sit there like this Mike Pence fuck you, Mike Pence. If you're listening listening to this yeah. and you're not you're definitely not seriously come to my house i will mm, fuck you just mm. i hate i hate him you don't really understand the level of hatred i have for this cock-sucking man fuck him yeah well i i even made this point during the election is on on the the other sides there were people coming up with plans you know democrats yeah. coming up with things they wanted to put in place with trump it just seemed like hey, here's all the shit I'm going to get rid of. Like, there was no real, like, plan to do anything. Well said. Or really change anything. It was just, I'm going to shit all over everything and go. And, like, the repeal of Obamacare. Or, I'm sorry, the Affordable Care Act, which is what it's actually called. Yeah, the repeal of that. When I get into office, I'm repealing that. Fucking didn't happen. When I get into office, I'm building a wall, and Mexico's going to pay for it. Not happening. He said it was when the I, first thing, too. I think. Or no, he said Obamacare was the first thing. Yeah. And when I get in office, ISIS will be defeated in 30 days. ISIS is alive and well. Like well, they're not alive and well, now. but they're... Something right? like that. He's yeah. had no effect on them. He's had zero sure. effect on pretty yeah. much anything. And I, I get in an argument with a guy on Facebook. I love this. This fucking piece of garbage. He gets on and says, name one bad thing Trump has done since he's been in presidency. And I said, I'm sorry. I'm now speaking to someone that has no concept of reality whatsoever. Yeah. And we're going to go ahead and end this conversation. Yeah. Well, you know, it's bad when even his own party's like, I'm not going to vote for your shit. <laughs> it's Yeah. <laughs> I, I just love watching... Um, Matt Ryan, what's his name? Uh, Paul Ryan. Paul Ryan, Paul, that little Matt dickless. Ryan. He's Paul Ryan. No I love penis. him, kind of going back, wrestling with the issue because I, you could see that he has a conscience, and he's kind of looking at Trump like during the primaries and during the election, like I'm not on this guy's side. I, I he's not right for our party. He's not right for our party, you guys. He's a piece of shit. And then <laughs> he started winning, and he's like, uh, okay, I have a choice. I help unite the Republican Party. And just go with it, or I, you know, stick my feet further into the mud and say no, and help divide the country even more. He has but, no spine. But Paul Ryan dick. said, "All right, fine. He'll be our president, and I'll support him, and we got to move forward." And then, <laughs> what happens? He gets in office for a while, and you could see Paul Ryan just squirming in his chair. Oh God, I can't. I don't know if I can keep doing this. And then when this whole debacle with the afford- affordable. Health Care Act, whatever you want. Affordable Care Act. Affordable Care Act. 
and the American Health Care Act, I believe, is the Republicans' rebuttal to that. Well, oh as that completely God. just unravels, Which was Paul just Ryan is now just kind of like, you know what, yeah. something's going on. I don't like this. He's clearly upset. <coughs> and I don't know. I really don't know. It's it's all horseshit. It's it's all it's all complete horseshit right wing propaganda that nothing's gotten done. Yeah. Nothing's going to be done at all. And then the same douche you just continued on with this stupid Facebook argument. I hate those so much, but this was fun because he goes well, t- tax breaks are coming soon, so everyone's going to be happy. And I said, do you make more than $200,000 a year? Mm-hmm. Well, no. I said, then you're not going to see any tax breaks whatsoever. And he goes, no, 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 no. You don't understand. And then he, I swear to God, he said, what you don't understand is by by lessening the taxes on those and then raising the taxes on the middle to lower class that's actually going to have a positive effect and the lower class and the middle class are going to end up having jobs because the people that are making more than $200,000 a year are going to have more money and create more jobs and create more business and I said remember when that was tried before it was called trickle down economics mm-hmm. it, it d- let me tell you what it didn't do work it yeah. didn't work well you know what it does yeah you get jobs but you're paying so much in taxes that you're working. So it's basically helping rich people. You're working for free. Yeah. <laughs> you're slaves. <laughs> in, in essence, in essence. So you get you get this job. And that's the thing. That's even if they want to because people that have money use that money to make more money. They don't necessarily go out. and So like if I'm making six figures, let's just say I'm making six figures at my job. I'm yeah. successful. I'm making, I'm making $300,000 a year. Mm-hmm. Let's just say. Okay. Um, I'm an attorney. Mm-hmm. For shits and giggles, let's just say that that's what's going on. Shits and giggles, associates. I get a tax break. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, that's exactly that's my law firm. Shits and giggles, associates, <laughs> and the Rockus Monster Esquire. Right. Um, I'm making three hundred thousand a year. Okay, I get Trump's tax cuts. What is that doing? For well, the the, am I going to okay. go? You know what? I'm going to start a business and I'm going to hire one hundred and fifty thousand people. The, this no. is their theory. Their and theory is you know, stupid, I, but go I have ahead. A master's degree in economics. <laughs> Their theory Please continue. is okay, these people that make that much money typically a year have the power or they're usually in a in a position of power to create jobs. They're usually the person hiring people below them, right? So if their company or the company that they work for all of a sudden has less of a tax burden, their theory is that they that opens the door for them to invest in new technologies new facilities, hire more people, expand their businesses. I have yet to see enough data that suggests that that actually happens enough to help the economy. Because it doesn't exist. And and Republicans don't look at data. They don't look at facts. They well, don't open a book. Well, they don't. There's enough data, I think, in each direction. Whatever you're looking for, you can find it out there. Okay, it doesn't well, make... <laughs> fake news, um, alternative facts sure. nowadays. Absolutely. But... The velocity of money is another issue. So when a wealthy person all of a sudden gets a tax break, what do they do? They save that money. Of course. Because people that are wealthy actually are smart in terms of their wealth. They're not spending it usually. Yeah. And that's that's the issue. They're not spending it. The, The company that they work for is not making those, not hiring it. They're putting it into capital gains funds, et cetera. So when you have the opportunity to spend that money, you don't. That's the problem when you give tax breaks to the rich. Well, on top of that, let me tell you from just things I've seen. Mm -hmm. 
okay, we'll give we'll say I run a mug company that mugs. makes mugs. Yeah. And they I get a huge tax break. Well, I'm not getting any more sales. I don't need to hire any more people because I'm making just as much as I always have. Boom. All right, let's say I invest in technology then. Fair enough. Well, from what I've seen, usually the technology's purpose is to make it so you have less employees because you need less people running it. That's it's true. It's more self-sufficient. So that's even less people you're hiring. So it makes everything more un... Yeah. Uh, yeah. So if you're conservative productive. Yeah. and you're listening, okay, we just taught you what you're supposed to do. Just listen to us. You should be listening to I mean, us. Obviously we Thank know you, Dominic. That's a great point. Yeah. Well, obviously, we all have degrees in economics, and yeah. we know everything about it. But all I'm saying is the stuff that we're saying is common sense. Right. It's just use your brain and think outside of yourself. And that's the problem with the conservatives is they, they can't look outside of them. Ben Bernanke, Alan Greenspan. Over the last 20, 30 years, these people have literally run the country's economic plan. Okay? Mm -hmm. These two brilliant minds. I mean, you can't tell me anybody that listens to this podcast has any more knowledge about economics than those two people did. Oh, I clearly don't. And they both admitted to making huge mistakes with the economy because it is harder than predicting the weather. Oh, the God, market yeah. has a life of its own, and there's too many facets to try and say, okay, if we control this, then this will happen, and then everything's going to work out over here. You can't control it. It does what it wants. So, no, we don't have the answers, and they don't have the answers either. But I think that we need to come together at some point and say, let's try this for a while and see if it works out. And if not, we'll try something else. I, I would be even willing to compromise to a degree and say, I know the big thing is, well, let's tax everyone the same. Okay. Because I can tell you right now, corporations get taxed less than I do. <laughs> oh, yeah. So. I'm, I'm even of the, I'm even the mindset of, the, of this. Mm -hmm. Tax everyone more. Every single person at a percentage rate, and I'm okay with being taxed more. But let me tell you what my what I'm what I'm trying to say. Okay. Okay. I want an itemized receipt, and I want to know every fucking penny the government takes from me, yeah. where it's going, and I want my health care to be part of that as well. I will pay more money in taxes if it includes my health care. Yeah. I will pay more money in taxes if it includes daycare for my child. Right. I will pay more in taxes if it includes universal education. Yeah. So I know my kid can, can go to college for free. If I can see that itemized, and I bet you if we did that now with the way things are and see what percentage of that goes to us killing brown people in other countries, mm -hmm. we would all be super pissed off. You know what I mean? And that's that's what I want to see. And, yeah, I, am I taking that idea a little bit from the new Michael Moore film? Absolutely. Um, where to invade next? I'm going to plug him for a second. Not the biggest really? Mike. Yeah, I'm not the biggest Michael Moore fan. There's some shit that he said and he's done that well, I just it's like playing with fire with him. Yeah, he he sensationalizes things. Absolutely. And he's actually been called out on flat out lying, like yes. fabricating things out of nothing. He has and absolutely. But where to some invade next? Some of his next? films are just way off base and unfair completely. But I've done a little bit of research, and some of the stuff that he says. Right on point. So yes. just the, the viewer slash listener needs to take it into their hands with a grain of salt. When you watch a Michael Moore film, you know, do some research. Exactly. Well. Exactly. Yeah. And where to invade next, the whole premise, it's a documentary film, obviously, yeah. is he goes to, he invades other countries. And when he invades the, and he tells them, I'm here to invade you and I'm taking back your ideas to my country. Yeah. And 
it makes you really, really feel bad about being a fucking American until the very end where he kind of brings it all together and you're like, oh, shit. The point of this documentary wasn't to make me feel bad about being an American. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to spoil the end because I really like the way he kind of succinctly brought it all back. And you're like, I am proud to be a fucking American. And this is the shit that we should be doing from that he has talked about with other countries. Yeah. Like, again, and one of the ideas was itemized receipts for your taxes. So when you get your paycheck, you get your pay stub. Mm -hmm. It shows your taxes, but it shows literally fire and police, ambulance, mm -hmm. health care, daycare, student, uh, military, and then a percentage breakdown of your money that went to the government and what they're spending it on. Right. I don't see a problem with that. I know people in the military who would tell you right now they blow money on just ridiculousness. Mm -hmm. Like they'll buy new equipment. They don't even need when the shit they have is fine. They build bases. They never use millions of dollars. Just down the drain. There's a prick waving contest, right? right. Buying nuclear bombs just to put them in a building somewhere. Right. It's, it's absolutely, absolutely ridiculous. And listen, don't get me wrong. I support the military. Oh, yeah. I support our soldiers. I support the fact that they're no, ripped don't. from their family. Yeah, I do. No, you hate them. I, no, I support the fact that You're they're... You're communist, and everybody knows it. Oh, my God. That's what that kid kept saying. I can't stop thinking about really? the Facebook conversation. He's like, well, you love socialism and communism. I'm like, well, you're a fucking moron. Yeah. But this kid did something for us, and he taught us that inbreeding is alive and well in Buffalo, New York. Um, <laughs> but but uh, the fact that, and that's not a slam to Buffalo. Relax, no, just, Buffalonians. Just I like your city. I like your people. I miss you, Pickles. We talked about that already. Yeah. And you're in Buffalo. It's about and, halfway between here and there. There's something going on. There's some, yeah, something in that not area. To, not between. to mock uh, Dom here. Yeah. I was south of Buffalo. But, um... A lot of inbreeding. So much inbreeding. Um, I support our troops. I support the fact that they're ripped away from their families mm. to go to a foreign country to be forced to kill brown people just yeah. because they're different than us. Um, I don't think we ever made enough of a concerted effort until we finally killed Osama bin Laden to really find out who did what and attack us. I think we went over there for other reasons. Yeah. I still think that there is, there was never a need to go into Iraq. Um, I think that that was an issue. I think going into, um, what was it with, uh, Muammar Gaddafi, Gaddafi going into there. Um, well, the people hated him. This is the thing. His though. own people absolutely hate him. He was a terrible, They're terrible person. Leaders but, and I remember Obama was like, "Hey, I gotta give you a call here, buddy. It's probably best if you step down, relinquish power, and just get the hell out of there." But this is the thing. Gaddafi was like, "Nah, fuck that." But there's a delicate balance in that area that is like fucking back to the Stone Age. Oh, and yeah. I'll tell you what that delicate balance is. Saddam Hussein. Muammar Gaddafi, mm -hmm. okay? They not only killed innocent people, they were not only fucking terrible, terrible human beings that deserve death mm -hmm. and are hopefully rotting in hell, they also systematically executed ISIS members. Right. And uh, they're not there anymore um, to so do that. So ISIS is thriving. So ISIS is, is moving. They're doing well. Well, they were I, thriving. You know, I was at the ISIS yeah. barbecue last week. on <laughs> doing just growing a, the beard out. Yeah, just growing the beard out. Yeah. No, and in, in, in all seriousness, they're, they're, ISIS is doing well, um, and it's scary. That's, that's, that's scary to me. They have a magazine. Did you know that? 
Are you fucking serious? I'm dead. It's like glossy. Like it's professionally. I'm not even. Look, you can Google wow. that shit. And I'm look, not because our internet privacy is gone now. <laughs> you Google ISIS magazine, you might be under the a The only reason list. I'm going to Google that is to just laugh at it. But, you know, I got Pence knocking on my door. I'm like, yeah. well, you talk shit about me and, yeah, and this. You're and, and you're Googling ISIS. Well, yeah, you know what they do is they'll capture journalists. Mm-hmm. From America and other countries. Oh my god. And then force them to write articles for them. Oh, ISIS yeah, yeah, is yeah. great. Yeah. Oh so god. Pretty terrible. Well, you know, the other thing is too, Gaddafi was doing this, Hussein was doing this, mm-hmm. but aren't they doing that to people in Syria? And we're helping the government. Yeah, the Syrian government. For the same thing that we took down other governments for. Yeah. Because, oh yeah. The Western world has more influence in Syria, so let's take the government side on this one. It's almost as if we said, okay, yeah, fine, we're not allowed to just nuke them and kill them all, and all of a sudden we're just like, eh, we'll just let them kill each other. Have you seen any images of Syria? Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. It's rubble. Terrifying. It's like Detroit. I I always go over this, like, no matter matter where you live, if, if you find yourself in a situation like, you know, this is bad. Most people just say, okay, we got to up and move. We got to de-root ourselves, uproot ourselves, and just go. Find a different place to live. Some people don't have. But that's so so much easier said than done, isn't oh, it? Oh, yeah. It's so much easier said than done. I mean, come on now. These people don't have a pot to piss in. And you know what? Let's go ahead and move to sunny Orlando. Like right. this is not like it's not something. And the, the, I'm going to assume the public transportation system in Syria Probably very not poor. Working. Very poor. <laughs> I thought the bus was supposed to be here. Yeah, but, but there's a crater instead. <laughs> yeah, that's called infrastructure. That's the first thing they take out. So Oh yeah. That's that's gone. Wait, aren't they doing that here? Do what? Taking lowering money for infrastructure, public works. Oh yeah, of course. Well, Absolutely. Why would we fund but something like that? But they're doing that in a third world Middle Eastern country. Oh yeah, yeah. and what? and What's the first thing that Adolf Hitler did to take power was to immediately bash and discredit the media. Oh, who's been doing that um, mm. since taking quote-unquote power? Since day one. Fake news. Fake. The, once people start to realize that there are shockingly scary similarities between the rise of power of Adolf Hitler and the rise of power of Donald Trump, mm-hmm. like, wake up, America. Wake the fuck up you know i saw something he posted on twitter because of course he did the other day where he said i'm paraphrasing here something about we need to bring the republicans together so we can fight the democrats like i don't know i thought this was america i thought we were supposed to work together and not like fight each other exactly it's been a battle for how long this is stuff he's saying publicly yeah about let's take down other people that were in our workplace. Well, it's funny because I think in the past, and this is why people like Trump, is because in the past, politicians would get up there and pretend to want to work with the other side. And I miss and that. And Trump just says, hey, fuck <laughs> it. You know, we all know what we're in here to do, which is knock out the Democrats. Let's be honest. So that's why they like him. We need to let booze back into the Capitol building. Let them <laughs> drink. And oh, God. What do you mean let it? You, you kidding me? They do it all the time. Yeah, but not like they used to do it. Yeah. They used to show up like drunk as shit and just like. Yeah, we need right. like a, a madman kind of situation <laughs> well, going on. If if we want to transfer here, we can. I I do have a sponsor. I don't know if it's real or not, but I. Oh yeah, we, um, yeah. We'll take a take a short break. A short uh, break. Please let read from the copy. Yeah, so this just came in a little while ago. Um, it's a startup company that you guys can invest in if you want. 
Uh, it's a privatization of police and fire, and it's it's being started here locally. Uh, so basically, it's like a healthcare plan that you buy into with fire and police based on what you make. Uh, so if you make a certain amount of money, then you can get quoted, and it's it's privatized. You don't have to depend on a faulty government-run police or fire department. Okay, which we all know is bullshit. Completely. Because when the government takes over something like that, they always just fuck it up. You know how the the fire department, there was a a house on fire the other day. They came down the street and went to the wrong house. Morons. Idiots. You know, I I called the cops and and they they came hours later. Because, you know, it's a government-run system. So, of course, it's going to be terrible. Well, this company is privatized and it... It's based on how much you make a year, so you can, you know, you can get better care. And if something's going on, you call this company up and they'll be there to service you much faster, much better than any government-run agency out there. Okay. Yeah. It's just called Trump Care, I believe. <laughs> but but it's great. It's a this is a private company. It's a privatization. It's a private company of, of fire and police. Who is the president and CEO of the company? Oh, I don't know. Actually, it wasn't included in the copy. I, uh, I, uh, the cops were late. I had to call them the other day. Uh, I guess they legally have to shoot one black guy every time they show up somewhere. Right. So. <laughs> they have to use deadly force. They had to go out of their way. Because they thought there was a gun or they were resisting arrest. That means the person deserves to die. Will they uphold what is currently in our police department of just for no reason at all killing black people? I can't say for sure, uh, but it's pretty obvious that you have to make a certain amount of money to be able to afford the, the, the program. Oh, so if you can't afford it, then you actually cannot call the police. Correct. You can't buy into the program. Oh, you okay. So you have to Because be... everybody knows that emergency services are for people who work harder than other people. That's true. That's true. Just like health. Just like healthcare. Just like healthcare, you have to you be know? rich if you're because if, if your you're mom dying. gets cancer and she can't afford treatment, it's her fault that she didn't become, uh, you know, multimillionaire. You're right. So I I believe I know a person that got lung cancer and never smoked a cigarette a day in their lives, mm-hmm. but it's their fault that they got lung well, cancer. Well, they should have gone to law school to become a doctor. You're right. Fuck them. They should be making a ton of money. And working harder than the average American, uh, but they're not. So obviously they're a piece of shit and they, they deserve to die. They disgust me. Yeah, because the level of health care that you receive is literally based on how much work ethic you have. So Trump care then is targeted towards rich white people. I didn't say that, but, you know, I don't want to push listeners away. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to safely assume that because that's what I do. Broad strokes, right? Yep. Okay, right. thanks, guys. We'll, we'll be right back. We'll be right back. I think the three of us just kind of want to put the um, what we were talking about in regards to our fearless vice president. We wanted to kind of just bring that to a close. Yeah. What we were talking about, in essence, is this. Simply, you have a man who he doesn't really understand textbooks unless it's a Bible. Um, when a person simply uses the Bible as their reasoning for everything... What that tells you is that they haven't really reached out or seen enough of the world. Hmm. When a man tells you that he cannot possibly be in a room with or sit down to dinner with 
or work with a woman with his wife not present, which he said he did actually say that he likes to hire male interns. What that that does is beg the question is, can he be in a room with a woman then without raping her? His wife needs to be present. Like, I'm not saying that's the case. What I'm saying is, is that it raises too many questions. Now, was Bill Clinton, you know, was he... So that's what he said. He said he doesn't like to hire female assistants or interns? Correct. And he won't say... He won't say why? No, just the whole wife thing. He doesn't feel that it's appropriate to be around alone with women. Oh. And, and like, he won't go out to, he uses an example, like, I won't go out to dinner with a woman. So what, the, what in essence he's saying is women aren't equal to men, which is stupid. Um, I, don't know if he said, I don't know if he's saying that. I think he's probably just saying he was brought up with certain principles, and that is the, to be super faithful. I think the problem with that, though, is being someone in his position, there are times where he's going to have to deal with women one on one. Yeah, and it's exactly in an obviously non sexual situation. I don't know, like why <laughs> it seems weird that he would feel odd about that when it's obviously like I'm obviously not I'm working. Yeah, but he exactly. feels like that's where a lot of problems start, probably. Well, you know, you know then have have some control. Figure, you know, figure <laughs> figure it out, dude. Yeah. I mean, then or or you know what? If those are your principles, don't go into public service. Good point. It's that Good simple. Because here in America, women not only should be, but for the most part, are considered equal and work in public service. They have government jobs. They work all over the place. They're not at home. Exactly. They're not doing so that So if anymore. you want to work in this country, you're going to have to work with women, and you sometimes know, one-on-one. You know who else has similar views to that? ISIS. Yeah. Uh, wow. And <laughs> yeah. thanks. Thanks, Dom. That's, yeah. I mean, and... and That's actually very true. They, Dom, you're absolutely right. Extremists. I mean, of it, any, it sounds like extremists of any religion do not want to eat at the same table as a woman. Exactly. And it, it's it's terrifying that, you, you know, you have a man with these ideals, but... What makes it more terrifying is that the man is the vice president of the United States. And going mm-hmm. back to what I said, okay, Bill Clinton wasn't the cleanest. Oh, we know no. he shoved a cigar in Monica Lewinsky's pussy, and she gave Jesus. him blowjobs on the regular. We get that. And you know what? It is what it is. But what I'm saying is... <clears throat> Which wasn't okay. What I'm saying is is that... What? It was consensual, though. It, it was. Ex- exactly. It was I mean, completely consensual. No, Hillary did not. But at the same time, that we know she should have been she should have been given a more head. Um, wow, wow, misogynistic enough. No, 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 no. That's not misogynistic. She's a she's a working woman. But you can't forget about your husband, and the husband shouldn't forget about his wife. Right. Okay. So that's the part you're missing. It should be exactly. He should be going down on her too. Weren't weren't intimate enough with each other let's she, not just put all the blame on hillary here. okay and you're right and you're right that's not fair he, she should have been going down on, on, on he should have been going down on her too but it's harder to get a pantsuit off though <laughs> and I, digre- I digress to my point um vice president pence is in the wrong business mm-hmm. for his beliefs and his ideals yes um his beliefs and ideals are frightening he is the equivalent of ISIS in terms of their belief system and being so incredibly indoctrinated into it without thinking about anyone else. He can't think of anyone else outside of himself. He's a selfish man, and all he cares about is what is written in the Bible. Yeah, Mr. Pence, if you're listening, the Bible was written by men who were trying to get a book on the New York Times bestseller list. 
That is just the God honest truth. When people didn't like the direction the Bible was going with the fire and the brimstone, they needed a new hero, and they created Jesus out of thin air, and he's not a real person, and they added the New Testament, and it started selling books again. This episode brought to you by Easter. (laughs) It's not a real thing. You need to stop basing your life on the Bible. It is a fictional book. Mm -hmm. You need to base your policies on the good of the people, not just the people that you cohort yourself with. All of us. All of us. Or you need to step down. You need to find a new job because you don't represent me. You don't represent a lot of the people that I know. And that is the, we make these jokes. I say that I think you're possibly gay. You know, part of me is kidding. I think some of the signs point to the possibility of that. But at the end of the day, this is my thought. You don't represent me and you don't represent the people that I cohort myself with. So how can you be a governing leader where you're only supporting part of the populace. I get it. You can't make everyone happy, but you can make concessions and you can make compromises and your refusal to do so shows me that you are a pathetic, disgusting human being. And I hope everything in the world that is terrible that has happened to the people that you refuse to help happens to you and comes upon your family as well. That's really all I have to say. Okay. Well, I think I would have, Less of a problem with Pence or Trump if they had won the popular vote. And what I mean by that is, let's say the majority of the country, person by person, did actually elect them into office. Then I would say, yeah, the majority is, is what they're doing what they wanted. But technically, the majority of people that voted, voted for Hillary Clinton. I'm not one of them. I didn't vote for Hillary and I didn't vote for I understand for that, but I'm just saying the Republican Party technically lost the election in the popular vote, person by person. Yes. And and yet because they won the Electoral College, because that's how the rules are set up. It's an outdated They're the ones now enforcing these rules. Of course. And I think they are. that's the problem that I have. It's like, you know, you're not even half. You're slightly less than half of what this country wants. So why is it that you get to do this? And it, it's Trump crazy was, to me. And Trump would dump was the one who came out yeah. and said before the election that the electoral college is all kinds of fucked up. Right. He literally, there is a quote yep. that exists where he said that, yeah. but look how quiet he is now. Yeah. When it worked in his face. So, so that's, quiet. that's our, but let's call Dom. Did you have a final thought? I was just going to say, I, I think that the funny thing about the electoral college is the, the excuse people always come up with is, Oh, it represents more of America. Well, think of if you have a group of friends, mm-hmm. um, and you all vote on something, but three of you want one thing, mm-hmm. one guy wants the other thing, or let's say there's four of you that want one thing, two of you want another thing. Well, should we not do the thing the four people want because they only represent a one part? Right. We shouldn't we shouldn't use these like that's stupid. Yeah, it's it. It's asinine. That's what yeah. state government's for. Yeah. You vote in your state to represent you. The federal government represents everybody. Mm-hmm. Right. Not just... We, I don't think we should have to go out of our way just make people feel better. But, oh, sorry you live in Montana with three other people. You can move to another state right. in the U.S. Yeah, but Montana's beautiful. Oh, it is. But oh, still. God. Please. They're the only state with their own militia still. 
What are they waiting for? The queen to send more okay, troops? Don't, don't blame the state for the people that live in there. You know what I mean? Fuck Montana. Oh, wow. <laughs> Anyways. Sorry um, to anyone listening. Speaking of fuck, <laughs> let's just go right into our fuck you section. Can fuck we? you. Yeah, go ahead, Dan. Please take us, take so, us there. So this is more of a local thing, but it, it really upset me. I saw this on the news about a week ago. There's a there's two bike trails in the area. Oh. These are cycling trails, uh, mm-hmm. not motorcycles. We're talking bicycles. Bicycle and walking. Now, in our area, we have we have plenty of bike trails. You can quietly, you know, ride on your bike, uh, walk down these nice shaded paths. Sometimes there's no shade, but it goes in and out, and it stretches throughout the county. Now, there's a particular part in Irondequoit, that's a town near us, uh, that the county owns. There's a stretch of land that the county owns, okay? And what the county wants to do is build a bike path between two existing bike paths already. This would connect an even larger bike path. Okay. And the reason why this is coming about is because there's a local organization that really wants this to happen and they've been pushing for it. And so the county is like, all right, we'll do it. Now this organization is a biking organization. They just like to, for exercise, you know, bike all over these paths all over the county. We do not live in an area where you can safely bike on the streets not only in this country, but in this area, it's dangerous. People don't give a shit. They're going to run you over with their car. I do it all the time. So having a bike path (laughs) is much safer for these people. And I've gone down lots of bike paths, and very, very rarely do I see litter. Very, very rarely do I see dead animals. It's peaceful. It's tranquil. It's quiet. It's wonderful. And I don't see a problem with it. But what really... Oh, what really got my goat was this old bag that I saw on TV going, we don't want this bike path because it's going to be close to our backyards and it's going to disturb the neighborhood. What? Oh my God. A bike path? Yeah. A bike path is going to disturb your neighborhood? Go to hell. You are nuts. You are retired. You are wealthy and you have nothing better to do than to complain about a bike path going in because it's going to be close to our backyards. Who cares? It's a bike path, and it's not on your property. I'm sorry. It's not your property. So get over it. And we're not talking about a gas station going up. I could see how that might be a detriment to you. Increases community. traffic. Right. People well, selling drugs at the... You so know. what? It's a bike path. Get Oh, please get over it. There's always one old lady that's just like, no, we don't want this. The thing, too, oh. is if this was going in a poor neighborhood and they were putting up a highway or some really shitty right. thing, they wouldn't care. They wouldn't right. even ask the They the, wouldn't the even the ask people. how they no, felt about no. it. No. Too bad. No, this is going in a wealthy neighborhood with people who have literally nothing better to do. And they're mad about it. <coughs> oh, no, don't make changes. No. So what? Fuck. It's them. a bicycle. People are going to be walking their kids and their dogs down it and going for a nice little stroll on their bike. Get over it. Yeah. And it's only going to be used, what, three or four months out of the year? You're not going to be biking here in January. Yeah. So it's very true. Get Stop. Just It'll stop. be used for two months out of the year. So fuck you. All right. I'm done. Thank you. Thank you, Dan. Um, so, yeah, fuck them. So I've, I've got to fuck you. And uh, my fuck you is living in the country. Living. Uh-oh, be careful. In an area 
Oh, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'll tell you. You're getting deported. I'll tell you. No, no, living in the country. Like, rural. as opposed to the city. In a rural area, yes. Yeah. Let me tell you why. Fuck that, because every single horror movie starts with a city family that moves into a big country house, and the first thing they say, well, we just needed to get out of the city. And what happens? Either some kind of ghost, creature, man with a mask, wielding a chainsaw, comes in and kills all of them. But their neighbors are always like a quarter mile away. Mm -hmm. That can't help them. So I think... Well, so first of all, fuck the rural areas because of that yeah but that's just elite hollywood city folks listen projecting their fears no onto this rural literally areas. happened to my neighbor oh, okay <laughs> yes now True story. i feel out of first safety that my family and i should move in to the projects or some type of section eight housing mm-hmm. because if a man with a mask wielding a chainsaw came into the projects within 30 seconds he would be shot and killed Easily. Mm-hmm. And my family would be safe. No, because black people die first in the movies, so Yes, but <laughs> when when you're in you know, when you're in the projects. Yeah. You know, that's where all the guns are. Ooh, okay, and there's no guns in rural America? What are you fucking dumb? Well, have you seen the horror movies? I mean most of them <laughs> okay. are based So this entire thing is based off uh, horror movies. This entire gotcha. this in everything I'm saying is based on fact right now. Oh, okay. Watch a movie, Dan. Get it straight. Watch a horror film, you idiot. So your fuck you this week is fuck you to just rural areas in general because of horror movies. Yes. Well, that so that's uh-huh. me being you know me Talk. me being funny. Wagmans um, just pissed his pants. There's just not enough Wagmans out in the rural areas. Okay. There should literally be Wegmans <laughs> in every town. Yeah. There should be. Wegmans every 20 feet. Yeah. It's literally our, our only pride and joy anymore. Oh, Xerox? Nah. I Kodak? Love... Definitely not. Not at all. Kodak turned a profit recently. Bausch and Lomb? Yeah. Definitely not anymore. Uh, so Wegmans. what do we got? We got Wegmans. We got Wegmans. And I love Wegmans. You know what? I'm going to go to Wegmans after we're done here. Why? Just to fucking walk around. Right. So fuck rural areas <laughs> for ridiculous reasons that mean nothing and... All the guns are not really in the projects. I just wanted to make a gross, uh, right. broad, broad stroke. Yeah. More broad um, strokes. And uh, you know what? Maybe I'm just not. Maybe my fuck you was really just at Pence today. Yeah, I, I just know. Don't You're have just a, so angry. I just don't have a fuck you in me right now. Don, Tom, do you have a fuck Tom, you? Tom, please. I, I do. I've got a fuck you to Sundays. Oh. Sundays? Sundays are literally the worst. Like, they shouldn't even be part of the weekend. I love having weekends. <laughs> But you get to Sunday and you just spend your whole day being like, shit, I gotta go to work tomorrow. Yeah. I'm not gonna have fun on Sunday. Fuck that. <laughs> it's like the shitty version of Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> Sundays are shitty. That's well, right. There's no football on either now. Yeah, well, yeah, that oh, too. Like, uh, worse, yeah. But even watching the game, I'm like, I can't really enjoy this because I gotta wake up tomorrow. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, you also have to be like, you call sick. Oh, how hungover can I be on Monday? Yeah. You know? You gotta... I think what you're really saying is you don't like your job. No, I, I like my job. No. I don't like everything I do at my job. Right. I like the people I work with. I like the company. I don't like everything I well, do. Well. You know, I, I, think, I think I could have the sweetest job ever, and I would still be like, oh, I got to get out of bed today. Yeah. This is some bullshit. Excellent. Well, thanks, Dom, for coming. Uh, hey. Oh, you know, I'll always come for you. (laughs) I I know that you write and perform some of your own music. Uh, 
you don't have like a, a website with anything up, do you? No, I, you know, I, the music thing's become more of a hobby recently. Yeah. You know, I'm getting too old to be like, <laughs> like awesome. well, do you have any blogs or anything like that? Um, not now, but I think in the near future I might have some stuff. Okay. I'll hit you up with that. Yeah, but let us know, know because we'll, um, we'll hype it. You can find me on Twitter if you want. Oh, you have a Twitter I do have, handle. I What's the really Twitter handle? I don't post much. I think it's Damo Pesamenti, but if you just type in Dominic Pesamenti, it'll come up. Okay, good to know. And uh, thank you, Dom. It was really nice getting getting to know you for the getting last know hour and 32 minutes. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, honestly, Dan, I don't know about you. I, I know I've said this about every guest so far, but I, you know, I'd be glad to have you back sometime. I will Absolutely. definitely come. I'm actually going to start working on Sundays, so. Oh. But maybe I can fit God it in, it. like, after. I don't know. Well, we, well, we have a rigid schedule, a mostly rigid because schedule. of Dan. Yeah. yeah. I'm but, setting it up this way so that we can be done to watch football. When yeah, it starts. Gotcha. You know, it's a good point. But um, nothing set in stone. No, so, you know, I, I mean, know. with me, I, I, okay, I'm not good. trying to tell you. No, guys we're set so in stone. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like maybe my thing will move a little, but right on. Either way, we'll make it work. Uh, yeah. So yeah, again, thanks for being here. Anytime. And, um, and yeah, th- thanks, thanks a ton for being I, here. It was awesome. I would love to do this again. So yeah. Right on. What are we talking about today, Rockness? We well, talked we, about pants. We talked about bike we, pass. We talked about music. We talked about we talked about so much. I feel like a lot got accomplished today. Yeah. How do you feel? Very. I feel very good about it. Good. Good. Well, I mean, what I want to do is I'd like to like to make another shout out. Oh, okay. Um, to Eagle Epoxy one more time. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, friend of the show, friend of ours. Uh, you're looking to get anything concrete sealed, um, especially your garage. You're going to contact Eagle Epoxy. Again, that's www.eagleepoxy.us. Mm-hmm. Or you can call 585-402-4971 for a quote. Um, they do great work. And there's pictures of their work on their site. So take a look. Take a gander. Mm-hmm. Contact my friend. Springtime's coming. And if you live in this area, or at least in the Northeast, it, things get very, very damp, very wet. So Absolutely. sealing anything is a good idea. Absolutely. So um, I think that's it for today. Yeah. Yeah, great stuff. Great stuff. Great show. Again, Dominic, thank you. Yep. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, we'll see you next time. And please, everyone, don't kill each other. I'm going right. to start my own podcast. <laughs> Thanks so much. Cool.